Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. Everybody, back to the Bill Kasky podcast. Welcome back. If you're not joining me on YouTube, make sure you check us out on YouTube. The rumor is that, I don't know, 70, 70% of podcasts get listened to on YouTube. So if you have a podcast, make sure you go to the new youtube.com slash podcast site where you can get yours uploaded for free. We've done that. Some of you I know listen on uh, Spotify or iTunes or some of the audio apps. But if you're interested, you can go to YouTube as well. Uh, today, I want to talk about an event that I have coming up Friday. And if you're listening to this prior to April 28th, you'll want to get access to it. You can go to BillKasky.com. Uh, at the very top, there's a banner that'll um, invite you to enroll in a masterclass we're doing called The Million Dollar Seller. And it's a compilation of frameworks that I've built over the years for my clients. And I've taken the ones that are the most, uh, that, that have had the most impact for million dollar producers. And you don't have to have an upside of a million dollar income to come and enjoy it and get value out of it. I just use that as kind of a euphemism for massive success. So uh, if you haven't already enrolled, make sure you go there. Today we're going to talk about some of the beliefs that I believe will are centered around that million dollar high impact world. And uh, we're going to go through 10 of them today very quickly. We're not going to spend a lot of this time on the, on the masterclass on these 10. So this is fairly new. We're not going to go over them in detail, but I want to give you some access to some of the things we're going to be talking about. So you ready? Let's get into this. I did this program the other day for a, a brand new client. It was our first session. And typically in the first session with a corporate client, I will want to understand a little bit more about what they want to accomplish. I'll have everybody go around the Zoom room and give me one thing that they want to get out of this. And I got about, there was 20 people on the call approximately, and uh, most people, you hear things like, I want to drive urgency. They're in a longer selling cycle. I want to get to the sale quicker. I want to uh, be a better communicator. I want to improve my income. All these things. And I always tell people, and I told them up front, I say, look, we're going to cover all of these things. But the way we will cover them won't be in the traditional, here's what to say, here's what to do, here's what time to send the email, here's what font to use on the email. We're not going to get into that. That's all tactical stuff. And to me, I've seen us all dive deeply into the tactics and we miss the very thing or the very things that can be responsible for us really growing our business and our income and our personal well-being. And that is how we think. It's how we think, how we think about ourselves, how we think about our, our potential, how we think about our prospects, how we think about our role in this buyer-seller dance that we're in. If we don't change how we think, we will resort to all of the, the crusty things, all the surfacey things. And that is, what time do I send my email? And how do I handle this objection? And all those things. I'm not saying they're not important, but they're not as important as the core so let's go from the crust on the outside to the core. 
And the core is, how do you think? So I have 10 beliefs here that I think will change your world. This is what I told them. They all snickered and laughed at it. And by the end, a couple of them said, yeah, it kind of will, kind of will change. So I'm going to go over these things pretty quickly. Number one, belief number one, when you create a safe environment for those around you, particularly prospects, truth will emerge. You know, there's a popular saying, buyers are liars. Well, buyers lie to us because we don't make it safe for them to tell us the truth. Because when we show up, not we, not us, but other people, when we show up, we're so eager and eager to sell and eager to convince and persuade and we vault to the close and all that kind of garbage. We very rarely make an environment for the truth to emerge. I want the truth. I want you to get the truth from your prospects. If your prospect has no intention of working with you and that's the truth, awesome, great, I'm moving on. So number one belief is when you create an environment, truth will emerge, and that's a good thing for you. Number two, how you think determines how you act. How you act determines your results. It's the ultimate model of achievement. If we want more, we can't just act more. We have to think differently, and that's part of what this is. And I believe that if you look at the results you're not getting in your business life today, it's because of your thinking. Your thinking is off. Maybe you don't have the confidence you need to have. Maybe you're thinking of yourself, uh, your identity is messed up. You think of yourself as this person or really you're that person. And how we think about ourselves is, is crucial in this. Number three, success has little to do with outputs, everything to do with inputs. We tend to be in an output society. We want to see your outputs. We want to understand how much money you're earning. We don't, not neighbors, but your, your sales manager, your VP, or your CEO. We're all very output focused. And yet, you can't control the outputs. You can't control how much money you make. You can't control whether the buyer buys from you or not. You're crazy if you think you can. You can't control it. Can you influence it? Of course. And you influence it through the inputs. Inputs, influence. So what I would recommend you do is look at the areas, again, where you're not as successful as you want to be, and those are the outputs, but dive deeper and reverse engineer the inputs. What am I not doing up front in the sales process that's causing me to get to the 11th hour and have to negotiate price? It's it's not the customer. It's you. It's me. So look at success through the filter of inputs. I think it'll help you. Number four. When you embrace the guide role, you step into a position of contribution and power. I want you to be contributing to the prospect before he or she sends you money. If you're the guide and you see yourself that way, you will naturally be more, uh, you'll be a a contributor to their well-being by asking the right questions, understanding where they want to go. And the second part of that is you're going to be in a place of power. The guide has power. The salesperson has no power. So if you want to continue to show up as this salesperson, you know, cheesy and kind of creepy and convincing and persuading and big old smile and all that stuff, that's fine. Just keep doing that. But you're not the guide that way. Nobody's going to let you guide them if you're that way. So think about the guide rule. I think it'll help you. Number five, detachment from outcomes yields freedom. I want you to feel free. Free to think correctly, free to act, free to act correctly, free to say what needs to be said, do what needs to be done. The only way you can do that is if you're detached from the outcome. If you're a hostage to outcomes, 
you will you will shape your behavior to get the outcome that you think you want. And so now you're now you're a con. Now you're a, you're a con man or con woman if there is such a thing. I want you to be totally detached from the outcome so you can be free. When you're free, you're better for the prospect. When you're free, you're better for your family, for your man, for your team, for yourself. So detachment creates freedom so that you can say and do the right things. You're not a hostage to trying to make things work out in a certain way. The unfolding, Michael Gervais talks about the unfolding future. If we show up in the present moment in the right sense, with the right frame of mind, detached, good things will unfold. Number six, high intent obliterates fear. We all want to feel less fear. We all want to feel more confident. One thing that does that, it's not the only thing. One thing that does that is putting your intent in the right place. High intent is where your intention is focused outward on something or someone else. So when I go into a sales call, say first meeting, my intent is not about making a sale or trying to get them to love me or like me. My intent is to help them. And if I hear some things that I can help them with right then and they decide not to work with me because I've given my best, oh well. That's just the way it is. So high intent obliterates fear because fear is only when you are self-focused. I want you to be focused on them, focused on the prospect, operate from high intent. Number seven, our paradigms are how things are. Paradigms of how things are can be a hindrance to our growth. So a paradigm is is an established framework or perspective that we have in terms of how we see the world. So if you see the sales world as a place where it is up to you to go in and convince and persuade people to buy from you, that will govern everything you do. By the way, I think that's a crappy paradigm. I don't want that to be your paradigm. That's full of need and attachment and what do I need to do to get the business and the price goes up on Friday or on Monday. I don't want you to be there. I want you to shift your paradigm. And we're going to talk about that on April 28th. But we almost exclusively operate within our paradigm of how we see the world and how we are supposed to be in the world. Number eight, your prospect is quietly hoping to be led. That's a belief I want you to embrace. They're not silently hoping to be sold to. They're silently and quietly hoping to be led. Now, where are they being led from and to? What's the journey? Well, the journey is from where they are to where they want to be. And if you can understand where they are and you can help them, sometimes they'll need help in establishing that destination. But that's why you're here and make the big bucks. You're going to help them with that. If you say, where do you want to be in two years? And they give you an answer that's you know, 50% below where they could be, that's time for you to say, I think you're dreaming too small. I think we could do better than that. Let me su- suggest a way to look at this in a little bit different way. Maybe you could get the dream out there. But your prospect wants to be led to the promised land. But they won't let you lead them if they don't think you understand where they are and where they're going. And if you haven't shared with them the vehicle that's going to get there. Number nine, clarity leads to confidence. We all want more confidence. Confidence leads to victories. That's why we want more confidence, because we know we will be victorious. Not over people, sometimes just over ourselves. But clarity is the master key to confidence, which is the master key to results. So are you clear? Are you clear about your role? When you show up in front of a prospect, are you crystal clear about what your role is in that buyer-seller engagement? Or is it confusing? Is it cloudy? 
I want you to be clear. I want you to be clear about what to say. I had a call uh, about a week ago from a, uh, one of my clients in my small group coaching program. He was getting ready to go in and see this prospect that was kind of the 11th hour, and the prospect was giving him all sorts of rubbish about how they can't buy and the price is too high and all that stuff. And uh, we talked about what, how, to, how to run the call. And he's like, I could do it this way, and I could do it that way. I've tried doing it this way before, and it doesn't work. I haven't done it this way. So we worked it out. We spent literally 15 minutes working out, well, what's the sequence of events on this call? And he called me later after he had the call the next day and said, that was one of the best meetings I've ever had with a client. We're going to get the deal. We're, we're waiting on the order now. We completely, completely turned him around. And why was that? Not because of me, but because he had a place to go to work with somebody to get crystal clear on what the process was, what the cadence was, what the sequence was. Number 10, you are the creator and the architect of your destiny. We have to believe that. It's not your manager. It's not your sales manager. It's not the CEO of your company. It's not your spouse, your partner, your wife, your husband. It's not your kids, not your parents. It's you. It's you. And until we believe believe that, I mean like deep down believe it, then we will tend to be drifting in the waves depending upon which way the wind is blowing. And I want you to be architect-minded. What kind of future are you building? What kind of future are you constructing? And if you can get in the belief that you are the person who's the architect, and I know on the surface we all believe that, of course. Nobody really, you're not a slave. We don't, you're not you don't have chains attached to you, but sometimes those chains are up here. So those are the 10 beliefs, and I want you to uh, think about those, uh, but I want you to attend on April 28th if you're interested. The Million Dollar Seller is coming up in a couple days. Go to BillCaskey.com. Top banner will get you to the enrollment page. We're going to cut it off probably at 200 because I understand that only 50% of people show up, so I want to get to 100, so that's why we're having to enroll 200. You'll get a copy of the replay. And also I will likely send out a uh, kind of an overview of it afterwards. So make sure you get on the list. I will see you next time. Bye.